Well, it's do or die for the Socceroos tomorrow as they face Tunisia in a must-win match at the Qatar World Cup. Australia could still make the knockout stage of the tournament if they get at least a win and a draw from their remaining matches and, of course, with other results going their way. Freelance football writer and fan Christian Bullock is on the ground in Doha. Uh, good morning to you, Christian. Uh, how are the Aussies feeling ahead of the match? Um, I would say optimistic. Like, there's a lot of importance for this match. We haven't won a World Cup match in 12 years now, so I think both the fans and the players understand just how important three points is against Tunisia, both in terms of the group but also in terms of the long wait that we've had. And do you want to see any changes to the starting eleven? I think there is appetite for changes. Um, personally, I, I believe that the team that played against France is probably um, better suited to a team like Tunisia uh, with players like Nathaniel Atkinson and Lekking Goodwin, who are very attacking. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see how they play when they've got a little bit more freedom playing against the Tunisians compared to the French. So I'm excited to see how they go in. And what did you think of the timing of the subs in our loss to France? And should we be giving more minutes to our younger players to kind of get them up to speed quicker? Watching the impact of the players that came on, especially Garen Quoll, it, it's a tough assignment first up against the world champions, you know, for our young players to kind of come in and, and really um, have an influence on the game. I think they struggled to do so, which is understandable. It's an incredibly tough opponent. Um, I would like to see uh, these younger players brought on for longer minutes against games like Tunisia and Denmark where, you know, they'll have a greater influence, but also they can bring a bit more energy, which I think at times we were really lacking against the French. And, of course, win, lose or draw tomorrow night, our time. That goal by Craig Goodwin against France, how did it feel to be watching it live in the stadium? It's a, it's a it's a moment in time, isn't it? Um, to to be you know back at well, what was it then ten ten oh nine p.m. Doha time. Um, it was yeah, a pretty magical moment. It it was it was interesting because heading into the stadium, um, a lot of the neutrals were all supporting the world champions, which is completely understandable. So there was only a little pocket of Australian supporters, but God, we made some noise when that goal went in. That that was. It was it was just outstanding. Um, I think you could probably see on the TV, tucked in that little left corner, the the, the pocket of green and gold. It was um it was an outstanding moment, you know, to be back there. That said, though, we have seen a few empty seats on the TV. Is that what it feels like in the stadiums? Are you seeing vast sections that are just completely empty? Yes, it's an interesting one. I've found uh, for, for both Australia games, but also just across the tournament, I've been to a number of games now and um, getting tickets to matches has been surprisingly easy. Uh, I imagine as well, after that first up loss for the hosts, Qatar, um, a, a lot of matches became easy to get tickets for on the resale, people selling their tickets and deciding not to go. So it's interesting to see, it's interesting for you to ask that question um, because the engagement from the host nation I found has been quite low. So I'm not surprised that there are a few empty seats. Of course, we can't talk about this World Cup without the criticism about the host country's human rights record. How is Qatar handling these issues during the tournament? I mean, what are you seeing on the ground? Well, the discussion was always that once 
the football started, that a lot of that would die down. And, and that, and, and it's and it's interesting because people understand the context. Fans here understand the context. Um, you know, it, it's very, it's it's a difficult way to kind of explain your experience. Um, you know, to head to these lavish buildings and, and stadiums that are the most stunning structures you've ever seen before. And, and to really describe it to people who aren't there, it's it's quite difficult because you, you understand the context, you understand how um, egregious the whole process of this World Cup um, has been in terms of the construction, but also uh, the, the right to host it. So I, I think a lot of people, that, not not keeping their, their mouth shut in a way, but I don't know how else to describe well, it. Well, we personally. certainly, uh, for the players, in terms of their activism, we saw the sort of uh, coverage about the armbands, rainbow-striped armbands, uh, the, those not being allowed on, on the pitch. I mean, do these sorts of issues get talked about amongst the many uh, nations and their supporters who are attending this World Cup? Definitely, definitely. Um, not not publicly. You wouldn't, uh, you know, hear people shout it out loud, you know, in front of a crowd of people. But amongst supporters, and even when you speak to people from different nations, it is, um, yeah, it's it's quite a hot topic. Definitely. Um, and, and there was also the protest um, from the German national team as well. It was an extraordinary moment, wasn't it? How was that yeah. received? I mean, were people cheering them on in the stadiums or? Um, well, actually, a lot of people at the time didn't really understand what the movement was for. Like, it was, it was very much explained on the TV coverage. Um, but what, once the conversation came out, it was all anyone was talking about here in Doha after that Germany-Japan match. We know it's a very compact tournament uh, based in one quite small country. Uh, you've experienced the very crowded fan zone yourself. Have you been able to attend multiple matches on one day or, or has it been too 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 crowded? No, absolutely, absolutely. I um I have been in Doha now for about six days and um, the tournament's been going for about five days now and I've attended eight matches and most of those two games a day or three games a day, which um which is pretty unique. I've been to World Cups before. Um, and, and to go to one match at a World Cup, you're seen as pretty lucky. If you go to three matches, you're incredibly lucky. But there are people here who have tickets to 15, 18, just in the group stage alone. So in in that sense, it's um, incredibly different to anything we've ever known. And it's one little positive, I think, to the idea of a compact World Cup. Well, the nation is certainly here back in Australia will be watching tomorrow night, 9pm, when the soccerists take on Tunisia. Christian Bullock will be there. He's a freelance football writer. Thanks for your time tonight. Thank you so much. You're listening to RN Drive. I'm Andy Park. Time for the Friday Quiz. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.